the Own Your Intuitive podcast is for the creatives, spiritual entrepreneurs, and light workers in the world. The shining ones who have been told to dim their light and stop believing in magic. I say screw that. The time to rise is now to bring your gifts out into the world in a big way, creating a business that feeds your soul and your bank account. You are a magical being with the potential to change the world, one human at a time. The time for you to own your intuitive is now. Hey friends, happy Transformation Tuesday. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you guys. You know, it is, it's been a very energetic few months as we, you know, have all been feeling the solar flares and we've been, you know, living through some pretty impressively big energetic full moons. And, you know, we are still rising, riding the tide of this one that happened on yesterday morning, really, it it rose at 4.30 Eastern time. And it was interesting because as I was sitting here and I was like, you know, what do I want to speak to today? I got guided to a deck of cards. And this is the first deck of cards that I ever purchased. It was for my 30th birthday. So this is over a decade ago. And I picked up the guidance, Goddess Guidance Oracle cards. And, you know, I allowed the the card that came through to come through and it was it was Isis. The situation involves your past life memories. And it's very interesting because I just got off of teaching and being in a course that I was running called Ancestral Energy Alchemy. And I know for fact that the moon that we are riding this beautiful energetic wave of asks us to be willing to transform our childhood discomforts and also the impressions and the, you know, past life memories that have maybe allowed us to feel trapped or stuck or that there are obstacles standing in our way up until this moment. And so I can't help but feel, you guys, that this podcast is very heavily supported from any and all and every person on all our spiritual teams of God, of, you know, Mama Earth, of so many things. Because this has actually been one of the things that I personally have wanted to solve for myself. And from two different perspectives, one being from the level of the human Tamara who has a family who, you know, suffered from mental illness and whom I love dearly, but, you know, I didn't want to fall into the same patterns and habits that the ones that I love the most, you know, were doing. Right? I wanted to thrive. I wanted to live. I wanted to travel. I wanted to be able to do and, and experience life in a bigger bigger way. And the other part is, is that I knew ancestrally through my past lives that, you know, I had had been having visions of being a witch and being burned, so persecuted for my gift. I knew that I was a warrior and, you know, in Scotland that was charging down a field and was persecuted and arrested for what I believed in. So I was carrying not only generational, but also ancestral 
energy that was was really holding me back from living into my soul's purpose, my stardust, really shining as bright as I could. So I made it my mission to figure out what what can we do when we are, you know, feeling shackled or tied down by maybe our our family and the, and the lives that they've been experienced, but also from the level of, you know, the very first humans on earth and the fight or flight, you know, and, you know, living in that fear. And how can we break the pre, like, determined brain pathways that we were born in this body with? So here's the thing. I want to break this into two parts. One is from the spiritual level. One is from the scientific level. Because spiritually, I i mean, when it came time for me to be doing the work on myself, I was in meditation and I actually heard, you're going to run ancestral energy alchemy. It's going to help, you know, solve the problem and relieve pressure and release, you know, all of these past life regression-y type, like through the years and decades and, and from our, our greatest descendants, I was here to help others remove spiritually that in which has been holding them back through their past lives. And I was like, whoa, spirit, because this is what spirit does. They're like, you're going to do this. And I'm like, "Mm, are you sure it's me? And they're like, yes, Tamara, we're absolutely sure it's you. And I'm like, okay, cool. And guys, I don't I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust full heartedly that as the vessel here on earth, that I'm just here to facilitate whatever it is that I'm here to facilitate. And so when I'm creating the content for this program and when I'm downloading the information and the meditations, I know full well that I am just here allowing it to flow through me. And then the results that people get are how I validate or know that, you know, that was exactly what needed to be happening. Because on a soul level, on a spirit level, on an energetic level, we have the capacity to feel, sense, see, and know something that is of our past life that is no longer serving us in the present day. And with as simple as, you know, giving it to God or asking, you know, God's dump truck to come so we could deposit whatever we're feeling into the dump truck and it can be transmuted on this plane and all planes through simply asking for God's support and love in releasing and removing any obstacles or blocks. And this can include past life resistance or fear around being seen or being heard. But there needs to be a willingness to be able to go into the emotion or into the feeling or into the obstacle or the fear in order to recognize it and see it. Because we spend most of our time spiritually not acknowledging what it is that is out there as a greater fourth force. And then we don't allow ourselves to call up the discomfort that is holding us back give it a voice, acknowledge that we had the feeling, and then say, feeling, I'm grateful for you. You've kept me safe up until this time, but, uh, you know, I'm good. I feel really good. Um, so I don't know, I no longer need this panic button within my being. And I know it served me for centuries, but it is no longer valid, so I can give it away. So on a spiritual level, being able to acknowledge whatever fear we've been carrying for centuries give it the voice that it requires, and then ask it to be transmuted by God, whichever God, and I say God here, you guys can say goddess, you can say whatever you are being called to serve, right? Just give it to them. Because truly, that is how we release it on an energetic level. But first, we have to be willing to see it, acknowledge it, validate it, let it know that it's real, and then give it away. The other side was from the scientific 
right? I was like, because I like to bridge the gap between the ethereal and the practical. And so like understanding that our brain, fuck, our brains are amazing. And I'm really hyped up on neuroplasticity right now and the ability to change the genetic makeup of the brain, to take a pre-pattern pathway that we have been living under pre-programmed wise and be able to shift that pattern of thought or behavior into a new higher vibrational self is 100% scientifically proven possible. So that means any time that we say, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, lazy or I'm forgetful or nobody around me has money or whatever the program that you were kind of downloaded with. I always think of it as like USB chips that over our life, we just upload whatever our parents are telling us and our teachers and our friends and our partners. And so we create these programs that run subconsciously in our body. And I was like, but there has to be a way to to change those. What if we don't want the program anymore? What if the program doesn't serve our current self? Why would we want to still be like running subconsciously on that? No matter how much we think we're changing in the in the physical world, we're still running on something that is not of our highest good. I don't like that. <laughs> I want an opportunity to change that. And so that's what led me to researching Dr. Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, and you know, um, even. Mm, is it Mel Robbins? They all are people that I'm digesting like crazy right now with the science behind the fact that we do not need to stay in the same thought processes that we were born with. And we don't have to stay in the same genetic fight or flight stress hormone series that we are, you know, pre-programmed to. Because I mean, we were Neanderthals went like not that long ago who, you know, we were in active danger situations and we weren't expected to live very long. So of course we are still living under the conditions and the programs that say, you know, we're not safe. And so understanding that we need to shift a vibration of emotion and experience in order to actually change a pattern and it can only be done through consistent repetition. That one was really important for me to hear. And I'm hoping that it's important for you guys to hear. When we want to change the plasticity of our brains, and we want to change a learned behavior or experience, idea, or thought, we need to be willing to consistently put in the effort to change the neural nets or change the neurological pathway that goes along with it. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. So like if money is a trigger for you, if you, you know, every time somebody's talking to you about money or you you look at a bill or you're thinking about your mortgage, you will notice that your emotional being drops, right? You could be having a good day. You open up the mailbox, you see a bill and you go like, oh, And you can think of emotion as having a vibrational frequency. So you're tying money to fear, overwhelm, sadness, like all the low vibrational frequencies of money. And so we were listening to a podcast or not a podcast, a YouTube video, my husband and I driving up home from uh, a retreat a week and a half ago. And, you know, we were listening to Mel Robbins. She was talking about the fact that in order to change this part of the brain, we need to change the emotion. And she was like, even if you spent 30 seconds every single day, and I would say more like five minutes, and I do this, guys, because I am hell-bent and determined. I want to change my reality to match my new way of being and my new neural pathways, right? Right. 
And so uh, you, you meditate or you just think, you close your eyes, you focus on your breath, but you start to associate money with a higher vibrational frequency. You see yourself living and doing and having and like, but really focusing on the feeling. Don't just see your bank account going up, but um, like actually attach an emotional value to it. Like feel how good it is to be able to go on the trips or take your kids on vacation or sign up for anything that you want. Or, you know, when you need new shoes, you just get new shoes and not once do you think about where's the money coming from because you you feel so free and you feel happy and joyful and bliss and all of these higher emotional frequencies, right? And so by switching the emotion attached to money, we vibrate higher, And that neurological pathway of having money starts to develop as being a consistent path that our brain takes when we think about money. And guys, it doesn't matter if you are a believer or non-believer. It is scientifically proven that everything is energy. And the more energy that we place out at a higher vibration, the more we receive proof of that. When we're in a low vibrational state, we will receive proof that will keep us in that low vibrational state. It will be like, really that again? Oh my goodness, everything happens to me, all those kinds of things, right? And when we're in a higher vibrational state, we will receive proof that how great the world is and how everything is happening for us and how synchronistic life is. But the if we have been in any way, shape, or form in a negative loop, then we need to be willing to visualize and create an experience that hasn't happened yet because we're pretty low, right? So we need to be willing to get into our own minds and create an experience that hasn't happened yet. And that consistently over time creates a new neural pathway and neural net and will fire a different emotion when you are going and experiencing the same things. It's a lot. I know. But this is what I was guided to talk about today. And so I want you to be thinking about being able to shift our predetermined genetic or past life obstacles in two ways. One, energetically, where we allow the emotion to be real, we validate it, we see it for what it is, and then be willing to give it away, release it fully, just be like, you are no longer serving me, and trust in the higher powers that are that can take that from you. Simply, easily, just release it and let it go. And then you have the opportunity scientifically to rewire your brain to match this new elevated frequency by simply visualizing a new outcome repeatedly over and over again and setting a new emotional attachment to whatever the result is, whatever, whether you want more money, whether you want love, whether you want the job of your dreams, whatever you're aspiring to, you have the capacity through visualization to change the emotional like value you're giving something so that you vibrate at a higher frequency, which will allow the universe to give you proof of that higher frequency over and over and over again. And I think that that's a lot. It's a lot to take in today. (laughs) So I think we're going to end the podcast here. But guys, if you ever have any questions, just I'm putting the link. It it is for my newsletter. And that's because I drop a lot of information about energy and all this stuff in the newsletter. And when you guys have questions, just send me an email. And I cannot wait to answer any of these questions and to get into any conversations about this that you would like to have. So I hope you had an amazing full moon. And I hope that this podcast was helpful. You can let me know that too. And I look forward to a really incredible conversation coming up on Friday for you guys to listen to. Have a great day.